Hi everyone. I hope you're doing well. You know, I talked to people this week who just stopped me on the streets and encouraged me to continue putting my podcast out there because they enjoy listening, and I'm glad you do. Today, I'm talking about the necessity of the new black society. And that is the Black Society for Economic and Social Transformation, creating a new black society. And I want to call it the new great black society. This is the beginning of something I believe is new and wonderful. I am putting my thoughts out there to let you hear. I hope you enjoy. God bless. I want to talk to you today about joining Black Society for Economic and Social Transformation. When I do talk to people sometimes, they kind of get this look in their eyes and, and wondering about a black society. Now, when I talk to white people, matter of fact, I talked to a young uh, white lady who was a friend of mine for years, saw me and she knew I started this organization. She came out of the office and we had sat down and chat. She says, well, let me ask you something. Don't you think you're racist because you're starting a, a black society? Isn't that separatism from, from whites? Don't we want to be together? And I said, mm, no, this is not about racism. This is about the need for black people because we have a different culture. Our hair is different. We, we wash our hair not every day. Uh, our skin is different. Uh, our culture is different. So there's a difference to meet the needs of the different people, you know. And I talk to some black people sometimes. They look at me like, yeah, do we really need this black society? And I ask this question, how long have you lived in a white society? And you had no problem with living in a white society. You didn't ask questions on that. You didn't, you didn't have no hesitancy of, 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 of when the society that you live in now is white. Why question the need for a black society? Not a society that's separate from whites, not a society that, that, that preaches racism, but a society that meets the needs of the people whom it represents. And so that's the reason that I tell people there's no hesitation. You shouldn't hesitate to join the black society. Why? Because you want to be at the table. You want to be represented at the table when it comes to a voice. And lots of times black don't have a voice at the table. You're just alone. You know, uh, when you go to court, you're alone and when you're at the table negotiating different things, you're alone. And so it's to our advantage to be a people that look out for each other. Now, let me ask you something. Have you ever heard of the Jewish society? Probably not. But there's a Jewish society. And there's also a Asian society. Let me give you the definition of what the Asian society says about the definition. It says the Asian society is a non-profit organization that focuses on educating the world about Asia in its seven centuries of the United States. But there's another definition about Asian society too, and I'm going to pull that up if I get my computer going here. And it says this, Asian society is the leading educational organization dedicated to promoting mutual understanding and strengthening partnerships among peoples, leaders, and institutions of Asia. Well, that's a, that's a society. That's the Asian society. I'm pretty sure that 
if I read the definition for a Jewish society, it would probably be the same. So what's the hesitancy in having a black society where you belong, where your voice is heard? You know, when I go and sit with the governor and the attorney general and those people in power, I can go in as Gilbert Wilkerson. That might not be many, might not be much. There's no voice at the table. Or I might go with a black society and have 20 people behind me. But when I step in the room and the, and, the, and the governor and those in power, the attorney general, know that behind me, I'm representing 150,000 people. That's power. That's power when you go to the table. Because if, I have, if I'm stepping in the room voicing the, the, the needs and the opinions of 150,000 black citizens of America, then I have a different voice. And if I have a different voice, you have a different voice. If I step in there with 12 people behind me, that's nothing. But when you go in and you unify together, that's power. Let me remind you that the black community of the United States bring in per year $1.8 trillion. Now this study was done about four or five years ago, so it's probably more now. 1.8 trillion, not billion, trillion dollars a year in purchasing power to purchase stuff in the United States. That's our power. That's our buying power. But we have no power because we don't, we aren't, we don't, we don't hold accountable anything. We're not unified on our money. You know, a friend of mine told me he says when when the when the Rosa Parks demonstrations took place. It wasn't because of the marches that they got success. It was because of the boycott. It was because they stopped riding the buses and the money dribbled up. That's power. That's progress. And that's the progress we as African Americans have to use is we have to use our economic power. Black society has to be a voice for black people in economics and social issues. And so that boycott was successful because black people started getting off the bus. They started walking to work. They started walking to places. They depended on each other. Black citizens would use their automobiles to carry each other. Why? They were not going to put their money into a system that was not beneficial to them. Are we still doing that today? Why are we? Let me ask you something. Did you know of that $1.8 trillion that is spent in purchasing power? Did you know that $58 billion goes into the hair and nail industry? $58 billion. Hmm, where does that money go? Well, the most of the people own the hair products in the hair shops in America are the Asians. Oh, really? Well, guess where that money goes? It doesn't come back to the black community. I can guarantee you that. If all when I was in, when I was coming up as a young boy, there was a there was a neighborhood store near us, and black people had all kinds of money. They worked, and nobody would start a store or 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 business. And they had places to do it, but they would always take their money up to this this white man who always treated us bad, and they would buy his products. 
One day he threw my money on the counter and uh, we had a little exchange and he didn't do that no more. But I'm saying, but I was telling people in the community, why are we giving this person money? And he never gave any flowers to the dead people who supported him at their funerals. He never sent one flower. That's the kind of thinking we have to get out of. We have to get out of that mentality where we always have to patronize people who don't patronize us. How many white people do you know go to black businesses? They don't do it, but you go to all black businesses. Why? That's your mentality. That's the way you think. You don't think that you should go into black stores and pay your money into black stores and for their products and for their business and for their food. You'd rather give your money somewhere. And that's fine. I mean, that's, that's, I do it. I have many white friends, probably more white friends than I do black friends, to be honest with you. But the reality is that we are a people that we need to stick together. And so we spend $58 billion for in hair industry, and we don't own any hair stores. All of it goes to Asians. And you, some of those stores, you can't even go in there without them following you around. <laughs> That's how ignorant we are. But why don't we back people who are entrepreneurs who want to go out in their own and have these shops so that money will be funneled back into the black community? I went riding the other day here in Richmond and I went into some of the inner projects and it was amazing how many young kids were out on the street during the day with nothing to do in the inner cities. No games, no structure for them, no uh, mentors in the neighborhood uh, helping them to survive in adulthood. And so when you, when you don't have any programs for young kids, what do they do? They go into crime. Uh, they don't have any family structures. What do they, do? they go into gangs. And so there's got to be the resources within our own community to fix these problems. There's, 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 there's lots of problems, but I guess at the same time, there are solutions for us. But we need to work together. We, as a people, need to create a society where we belong, that we can get things done. And so I hope for some of these thoughts provoke you to be a part of black society. You know, we're starting off, we're, we're slowly progressing, we're evolving, but there are so many things that, that we could do being together, pooling our money together. That's why we need you to support us. We support our cause, that we want to be able to do projects that are effective and beneficial to the black community. We need to reach our young black men and help them to grow up as adults so they can treat black women with dignity and respect. We need programs for young girls where they respect themselves and not, a, not, a, not being allowed to be used and abused by rough men. But so I'm laying it out to you. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Do you want to continue being part of the black society? I mean, the white society? Or are you afraid to move on and join a new black society? One that benefits you. Look, I'm going to leave that on the table. You think about it. Look for us on our website. And after this, the, intro, the exit will tell you how to reach us, and how to be a part of our organization, how to reach us, how to go on our website. That'll be announced on the exit as we go out in the music. But thank you for listening. And all of our listeners out there, I've been having some very people actually come up to me and say, you know, keep the podcast going. I'm still listening. I really like it. So this is thought-provoking, and I know that um, you're listening, and I appreciate it. This is Gilbert Wilkerson. 
Have a good day. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We want to thank those people that have been encouraging us and supporting us in creating a new black society. Remember, you can catch us on Spotify and Google to listen to our podcast. Please visit our website at blacksociety.net. Please go on and look at our pages and make sure you donate to our cause. Thank you very much. You can contact us at blacksocietyrva at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Until then, this is Black Society for Economic and Social Transformation. God bless.